and welcome to I Love It, Don't You? The podcast where friends share with friends, whether you like it or not. Whether they like it or not. <laughs> I'm Elizabeth. I'm Kim. And I'm Janelle. And so today is actually my choice where I had the two of them watch Sirens. Um, if you've never heard of Sirens, you're not alone. It feels like pretty much nobody has. Um, it's a show that's bumped around between a few different networks, um, and it's... I I don't know if it's written or produced or both by Dennis Leary. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a comedy about kind of like a look into the lives of EMTs. And to me, it's really kind of similar to Scrubs in that way as, you know, it's it's comedy, but it shows both the highs and lows of working in this environment and kind of brings in personal life stuff and things like that. Um, it's just a really different comedy style it's instead of kind of being fanciful it's a whole lot more realistic in different ways um so yes i've seen it before i've watched both seasons um they're just little half an hour episodes and elizabeth has seen the first couple of the first season and kim is completely new so um so i guess i don't know who to ask first i suppose Mm -hmm. kim since she's completely new and she's giving me weird eyebrows. What do you think, Kim? Um, I really, really liked it. Yay. Uh, I wasn't really sure what to expect from it. Uh, but I I enjoyed it. I um, probably... I enjoyed it the entire time. As the season went on, I enjoyed it more. Because I was just getting to know the characters more and that right. sort of stuff. But I, I did really like it. I feel like that was my thought, too, going through it a second or maybe even third time now. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. It gets much better as it goes on, I feel like. Um, but it is kind of raunchy as well. I don't know. Should yeah. we put a content warning on this? Like, I know we did on the end of the last one, but um, I was I didn't, I didn't. was wondering if you were going to find it, like, too much so on certain parts or not. I rarely but, do. <sighs> trying to think who am i thinking of then that's not really into that kind of humor i don't know elizabeth what did you think going through it again because this time you had to watch the whole season as opposed to yeah i realized that um i think i've watched the first four episodes i think i watched them as they were coming out and um, i remember thinking like this show that i kind of like the first time i watched it um that i kind of liked the show but i just didn't think it was gonna last which i don't know is it still going okay so here's the thing about this show it started off on i can't remember i feel like it was fox maybe and then it went to usa network for the second season and then it was i think it was canceled both times Mm -hmm. and then like the other you know network uh picked it up and then so after the second season Netflix picked it up, but nothing has happened. Oh. Um, and I, I, f- I don't remember. I think it was the second season came out in like 2015. I could be all wet, but mm-hmm. um, so it's kind of in like show purgatory. Yeah, <laughs> and it's it's crazy because I feel like from what I've heard, the people who like this show like really like it. Yeah, and there's a there's a support for it, mm-hmm. but it just has kind of not happened. Yeah. So now, this time, I found that I really liked it. Really? Yeah. Um, and I was very happy to see that it had gotten a second season, because for some reason I thought it had, I guess because it got canceled, 
I didn't know it had gotten picked up by a second network. Um, but I ended up really enjoying it. Yay! Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to save stuff for the appropriate time in our segment. Right. But anyway. Well, I feel like every time that I watch episodes from this, I'm always kind of like equal parts really digging it and also feeling uncomfortable. <laughs> there's, yeah. <laughs> because there's some of the humor that I'm like, I don't know how well this would go over with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of um, humor uh, about sexuality and sexual orientation and just some really dark freaking humor like <laughs> like the episode um where they're saying that brian who is like he still lives in his uh in, in <laughs> yeah. his parents house and he's super super cheap and he's kind of sheltered and weird <laughs> they saved this guy from attempted suicide in his parents house and his parents just give no craps about this guy like mm-hmm trying to off himself because it's like the third time or something like that and it's incredibly dark his dad says you can never finish anything (laughs) it's a stepfather though yeah yeah, stepfather but but still um and i mean his mom like his biological mother is just as bad in this right and his stepfather's like you know Move out of the house, and while you're at it, don't live right down the road from an ambulance depot. <laughs> don't try to kill yourself right down the right. road from an ambulance depot. It's it's so it's really dark, and then they keep like for the rest of the episode, they keep making fun of Brian, saying like this dude, he lives with his parents. Mm-hmm. He's the spit. He's it drives the same car as you. This Super is you in like ten years, future Brian. Yeah. So, I mean, I can see where people wouldn't like it, and I can see where it's also really risque um, for being on TV. But at the same time, I would think it would really fly with USA Network right now because they have these much more, you know, darker shows like Mr. Robot. and oh, yeah. And oh. as well on Fox because they have Legion on there, and that's, like, dark as crap. You mean FX? FX yeah, sorry, Legion. FX, not mm-hmm. Fox. Um, I was gonna say yeah. Mr. Robot on USA Network, yeah, because that that actually seems off brand for USA yeah. Network. Because to me, when I think of USA Network shows, I think of lighthearted, right, um, and also where the characters kind of fit like a stereotype, well, not stereotype, but um, archetype. Yeah, in a sense like yeah. kind of characters, but it is on USA Network. Yeah, they've kind um, of been they've kind of been changing their brand a little mm-hmm, bit, at least yeah. for like the really late night stuff. Okay, to stuff that has words that could definitely not be said, you know, earlier on in the day. Right. <laughs> and, you know, like, I I really like shows that make me laugh at things that I sh- know I shouldn't be laughing Right? At. Like, for some reason, like, I'm like, that's really dark, and that's not funny, but I'm laughing. I mean, I have just... a dark sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Like, my family makes inappropriate jokes all the time, so that kind of stuff is, like, right up my alley. Gotcha. Like, mm-hmm. you know... <laughs> I think okay, so I guess this is a good question to ask right now. What is your favorite, or are some of your favorite, um, dark or just otherwise really inappropriate moments of humor in this show? Because there's so many. Oh, I just thought of one. It's weird to talk about because I'm like my mom listens, and I don't want to use this word. <laughs> but it's when uh, oh I forgot Johnny is like the main guy. Yeah. Right? Johnny's talking about what his compass is, and he's like, and his compass leads him to oh, yeah. uh, Mexican food. <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> oh my gosh, but no, no. Um, my favorite, my favorite was the porn episode. Um, <laughs> and everything about kind of like the ending and uh, John and what's her name? Teresa. Teresa's interaction with each other. Right. I thought that was really funny. They're adorable. I'm trying to think of specific instances or... Um, I don't know. Like, kind of some of the one-liners more like when... I think Teresa's been shot, and <laughs> at one point he's like, "Well, you should get shot all the time, or whatever." Yeah. Like things like that you are more get shot more often. More often, um, are what kind of like stick out to me, and like I find really funny because they're the stuff that I would say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think one of my favorite. It's not necessarily dark, but it's incredibly hard to watch for me because I don't like seeing people angry at each other is just the entire dinner where Cash oh, yeah. is over it. Uh, Cash is, is kind of like the, the leader of the um, well. I like to think of him as the father of the He band. is. He's basically the father of all of the the EMTs. He's not the, the actual like in charge person but he might as well be because he's been there forever. Um, but he goes over to uh, Johnny's partner is named Hank. He's he's this giant black man who's gay and he's hilarious and he has this very god-fearing mother who's like totally accepting of him. But Cash goes with Hank over to Hank's mom's house and they have dinner and it just starts going absolutely terribly especially when Cash insults a portrait that's in their house of black Jesus. <laughs> See, I was At just the sitting there the supper. whole time knowing exactly how it was going to end. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was so good, though, because they're just, like, I mean, they're so angry at each other, and he's just, like, insulting her greens and everything, and I'm just like, I know this is terrible. <laughs> and then they're just like, how about you leave, Hank? <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Get <Yeah>. out of here. <laughs> and from then on, Cash is, like, the father figure for Hank. Well, he's a he, literal think, father figure. I don't think Hank wants that father figure. No, he doesn't. Cash is like, it goes, it, it's a new level of father figure. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. I love that whole sequence. It's mm -hmm. so good. Um, one, one of the things I like is when uh, Johnny and his dad are fighting. Oh my gosh, they're great. And his dad's making him help take the couch upstairs uh -huh. or whatever. And then like he like starts... Johnny's at the top and like start pushing it down until his dad admits whatever and ends up knocking his his father the couch like off the steps and like breaks the railing or whatever and his father's lying there and just like his father's acting a whole lot more hurt than he actually is to mm -hmm. get Johnny's reaction and then he finally like pops up and is like you do love me and <laughs> that I like that moment I like I really like that whole exchange though because it's like I would say this show is mostly realistic, but there's some things where at just the right moment, they go over the top. Yeah. Um, especially that, because, like, Johnny could potentially be charged with, like, manslaughter right. <laughs> if his father died because of that. Because he was literally pushing on this couch to try and make his father be uncomfortable at the very least. Yeah. Um, 
so what did you guys think about that was it do you think of the show as realistic in a way mm-hmm. how much of it do you think is i think that the, for me the most real the thing that feels the most realistic is them making these jokes as they're riding around you mm-hmm. know kind of mm-hmm. having this dark sense of humor but when they get a call i really do feel like it's realistic how they jump into action mm-hmm. um and even though like the episodes don't usually like center around like a case or anything um because EMTs, they get in and they get out. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I can kind of see that happening, especially, like, if you have to deal with... I mean, like, I feel like most of the calls that go on, um, like, they're, they're... Sometimes they're serious calls, but um, EMTs also have to deal with some even darker stuff right. that they have to deal with. So I think that you also have to have that kind of dark sense of humor to cope. Yeah. Right. I don't, when I was watching it, that really didn't enter my mind, because mm-hmm. um, I just got done watching Catastrophe this week, and um, the realism in that entered my mind a lot, and I would still say Catastrophe is a lot more realistic than yeah. um, Sirens, because I feel like, yes, I can I concede and, and do think you can view it as more realistic, but it still very much is in that sitcom bubble yeah. world. Right. So it doesn't it doesn't ring real false, but it's not like it rings completely true because there's enough of that sitcom bubble that that's how the lens I'm viewing it through. I right. Agree, yeah. So um so yes and no. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think what's so effective about it is how everything is it's so balanced between the two is that they get you to really empathize with these people at first. So even though this thing should not happen in real life like there's a whole bunch of times where i know they have broken protocol and i'm just okay with it Mm -hmm. um and like how they make you really care about johnny's relationship with his dad and how you see how much it hurts him without having him have to sob over everything Mm -hmm. or whatever Mm -hmm. um i really like when he says My what does he say? My dick is smarter than my brain, or something. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for the cuss word, but that's so. That's, so that's not a cuss word. Oh, okay. Um, but just how they're able to do that, like, it, they make you empathize with Johnny so much that when he is doing this horrible, like that is objectively horrible to try and torture your old father like yeah. that with the couch. But it's, I feel like it's almost cathartic in a way because, you, at least for me, like I empathize with him so much. I don't have that situation. I have a great father, and yet I feel so much for him that being able to see him get just the tiniest bit of revenge or leverage over his dad is, like, really satisfying and then horrifying (laughs) right after it's satisfying. I really want to talk about that episode. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so that episode was probably, like, um, I mean, I like that we see Johnny's father. I think that's good for any kind of... Uh, character development that you can have in a sitcom um but i was very confused about what the show thought we were going to learn from the episode because what i learned is that his mother intentionally made sure johnny did not have a relationship with his father right and i'm like and then they have that sweet moment at the end johnny and his mother and i'm like what is going on like i mean I really hope that they actually address that because it actually, and he's like, oh, mom, that's so sweet or something like that. I'm like, that's not sweet. That's very, very selfish. Right. And like, it's, it's incredibly selfish. And I also, I hate it when she says, um, 
something like you were the only man like in my life like that's not sweet that is creepy i'm like that's creepy yeah you should not be that (laughs) dependent on your son and it was actually i think they were trying to show like build this new relationship show that johnny can is trying going to try to build a relationship with his father which i think is good but I think it also, I lost my train of thought there, but it just really bothered me a lot. Well, because also it's not like she kept her, his father away because she thought it was best for, for Johnny, which still wouldn't, and what, and what were shown wouldn't have made sense. Like I could see if that was her justification. I don't think it would be a good justification in what we've been told about his father. Yeah. But that's not the reasoning she gave. She kicked him out and then got jealous that he moved on. Mm -hmm. And in that jealousy, shut him out of his son's life. That in no way was the best thing for Johnny and has screwed him up majorly. Yeah, Because he believed that his father left him and he never abandoned him. Right. Which... um, also leads me to like one of my favorite moments in that episode though is like where he looks up and sees that his father was at all those games his father was there he mm-hmm. he wasn't allowed to be where Johnny could see him but even that didn't matter he was there s- supporting him watching his son in the way that he was allowed to yeah and that uh, that was super sweet. Although then in a couple episodes later, when we see him with like his new son, it kind of makes it a little like the way in which he's just a horrible father to his new son makes it a little hard to think that he actually did that. Like with his old son or, or with his older son, like, yeah. Or it's just like, did this scar him so much too? Like he doesn't know how to be a father now. Yeah. Well, I mean, speaking from, you know, outside observance of similar somewhat situations, like people that I know that are raising their grandkids or their mm-hmm. great grandkids. I mean, his dad is not young. Right. When the world has changed so much and you're already kind of like a really scrappy person and everything, I feel like he just didn't have the energy to care. Mm-hmm. Um, like he cares, but like not to keep up enough. Yeah. So, and I think probably part of it is too that he probably felt like he was a good father to johnny Mm -hmm. as much as he could be and so i think he probably wasn't expecting the challenge so yeah i don't know like everybody is just all levels of screwed up in that family though is the thing um Mm -hmm. and like his mom she is i hadn't really thought super far into it like i knew it was terrible what she did yeah but you get to see more well, I about... I also think it's also the way the, per- the show presents it. Because mm-hmm. I don't think the show intends for you to think that she did something horrible. But she did. Does that make sense? Potentially. Mm-hmm. I think maybe they honestly just didn't write that much into it because they wanted to focus more on Johnny and his dad. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not excusing it. Like, it's a no. really big plot hole. Mm-hmm. But I feel like to kind of maintain the level of, you know the balance between realism and, and kind of the sitcom uh levity um, that they probably just didn't want to dive into that. They do more so dive into just his mom's relationship and his dad's relationship and their continued relationship together. Not as a couple, but the bond that they have because you don't stop having a bond just because you got a divorce. Yeah. Um, they they kind of dive more into that in the second season. And there's some really good moments with it. Oh, cool. Um, 
So, especially in literally the finale of the second season. Um, so, I don't know. I, I feel like it's a mixed bag, for sure. But I love what has come out of it. Like, being able to see his dad more. Like, I feel like the show is so much better once his dad is in it. Even though he's not in it that much. Yeah. But I really love that scrappy mm-hmm. Boston man. Like, he's adorable. I really, I really do like the episode where um, we meet his other son... And like what that brings out in Johnny, yeah. like where mm-hmm. where we do, you make a good point. Like he's just his dad is just older and like mm-hmm. having to keep up with this kid and doesn't have the energy to do that. Um, I guess what really stuck out is like he was trying to dump off his kid and like go gamble. Yeah, that's that's where like in my mind. But you're you're right. Like I think part of it is just like yeah, he probably doesn't really understand what his kid's doing. Mm-hmm. Like. He does make comments about his kids only played football on like the game screens and right. the game screens, whatever. <laughs> um, it was glowing electric boxes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but when they're like at the park and watching him running around and expelling all this energy, and I think his dad does even kind of make a comment about it, and then Johnny being like, "Wait, I've been in this position," and mm-hmm. just. He's a little kid who has energy and wants somebody to play with. Like, right. And so then he goes and he plays ball with him and he does all sorts of things. And, like, I just, I really, like Teresa, I loved what that brought out in Johnny. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think also, just to kind of add on to that, to, to really put it into perspective, typically when you're a parent, there's what, like, 20 years between you and your kid? How much, how much are we thinking? I mean... I'm 30 between me and my mom. Okay. So. 20 to 30. Well, there's like, judging by how his dad looks, his dad looks like he he's said, probably. No, I think he said at one point he was born in, okay, this could be really embarrassing for me. He was born in 48. Me. Okay. Yeah. 1948. I was like, maybe okay. I'm completely wrong. and I'm going to really embarrass myself. And so I think the first season was set in 2014 mm-hmm. and the kid looks to be like 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what, that's like almost the 50, 60 years between them. Mm-hmm. So like. Uh, my grandparents would not understand me at all yeah. if they were alive now. They would they would smile and appreciate it and think I'm funny, but there would be no explanations of the things that I enjoy. Um, well, I mean, my dad's my dad was born in 50, mm-hmm. so that's two years later than his dad was born. Yeah, and my so, mom was born in 52. So, I mean, you know, like... There, and that she, would like, be listens a big difference. to podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, I do have to explain oh. a lot to her. <laughs> Uh, oh, sorry, mom. <laughs> I'm not not s- that much. She's very smart and very current. <laughs> I'm not saying that people that are old that are that old like can't mm. understand what's going on now. Yeah. No, but, but it's kind of typical that they t- that they don't, or that you know. I mean, we even have difficulty understanding the teens of today, and we're only like that's true. Ten years older. I did have to ask my brother what a couple of slang words meant. <laughs> no, <laughs> so, and that's what was my point. Was kind of my my dad with raising a ten year old. What there would be a lot of kind of okay, things that yeah. he wouldn't understand and right. whatever. Um. But yeah, no, like that that just kind of helps put it in perspective mm-hmm. for me on what right. we're dealing with. I think uh, Dennis O'Leary also has a lot of fun with those like Irish Catholic kind of characters. I mean, I don't think he writes anything, but I uh, I don't know. I don't, maybe he writes the whole show. I literally don't know. I don't know. Uh, it feels like his style of comedy. It does. Not that I'm like well versed in it, but it's yeah. that kind of brash nature. Mm-hmm. Seems like him. Um, it does seem like him. Mm-hmm. 
It does, and at the same time... Well, I tend to think I don't like his style of comedy that much, Mm -hmm. so it seems... It does seem his style of comedy, but a little bit less so. Well, he's not the only person that does this. You know what? How about we just solve this and look on IMDb like information professionals? Sure. Sirens. Oh, fun fact, seeing as I have this open right now. Um... The dude who plays Brian, whose nickname on the show is Kevin, he's actually, yeah. he's actually named Kevin in real life. Oh, <laughs> do you think that that little bit maybe came from people accidentally calling him Kevin sometimes when they're um, shooting? Quite possibly. Yeah. Um, which is also funny because the dude who plays Hank is named Kevin as well. Oh. Um, I'm not going to be able to find this, am I? Series writing credits. Okay. Um, it's directed by different people. Actually, um, Dennis Leary has a writing credit. Oh. So, um, yeah, it it shows him as, uh, well, creator and and writer, so, Mm -hmm. um, but alongside somebody else the whole time, so maybe that's, that's kind of why it's- Maybe that's why it is. A little Mm -hmm. more even-tempered. Yeah. All right, let's talk about something else. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to go. How is that for a segue? I'm sorry. I just want to move on. <laughs> she, you couldn't ask your normal, so what are you watching on Netflix these days? No. It was long. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Okay. So I always like to ask this question because... I generally kind of have an idea of what people are going to answer as, but I have no clue on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, so, who's your favorite character in this show? It's funny that you have no clue, because I have no clue. <laughs> right? Who, who your favorite character who is? Who my favorite character is. I was just thinking the same thing. I'm like, I have a lot. I just don't want to pick. You know? Um, I love, I mean, I love Teresa. I love Hank. I love Johnny. I love Brian. Kev, slash Kevin. Um, I love her partner. What's her partner's name? Billy! Billy. Billy! I love um, Cash. I love all of them. You don't have to just name every character. (laughs) When I realized I was two away. (laughs) Well, I mean, is there anybody that you dislike? Uh, I don't dislike anybody. I have least favorites. Mm -hmm. Um, And for me... Brian slash Kevin is one of those. Really? Oh. Like, I can take him in small doses. Sometimes he's a little too much. Yeah. And, um, like, in the episode with where he was um, trying to get Val? Voodoo. Uh, Voodoo. Um, to go out with him. Like, it was just too much for me. Yeah. Like, um... And, yeah, so for me, less is more of him, but... Um, I did like when he brought her the bird box, though. I did, I did like the bird box. <laughs> but and, I, like, it also forced me... Okay, wait, you go ahead. But when... I did like the bird box, but at the same time, when I saw that he was at her door, I was not happy. Okay. Like, I was like, she has oh, told you much. over and over again, mm-hmm. and, like... I did, I did like kind of what he was saying in that, but at the same time, like, I just, yeah, it was like, it was starting to get, like, it didn't feel like he was respecting what she was saying. Mm-hmm. And so 
I was getting a little leery of that. Yeah. I was okay with, like, what he said, and, and it mm-hmm. did seem like he was hearing her and whatnot. Yeah. But, like, up until that point, I was like, mm, mm, dude. Well, well, and, I mean, part of it is, though, I feel like he's so sheltered mm-hmm. that he just kind of doesn't understand boundaries. Um, and I think you get a better look into that like in the second season there's an episode where they go to his parents house and see his his floor uh-huh. of the house and you see why he doesn't have boundaries uh-huh. well and so i think maybe because i don't feel like that's an excuse for like i you know like that's something that kind of bothers me is people using i'm, oh, yeah. I'm sheltered or, or i'm whatever like as an excuse for not respecting other people and like when what they're saying and that type of thing, so I think that's why it's kind of with him. It's like I yeah. need you to not like I I get that that's his background, but I don't think that that's an excuse like, for inappropriate yeah. behavior. I agree. Yeah, just realize that even if like you are sheltered or whatever, um, it also becomes. At a certain point, your responsibility to educate yourself mm-hmm. and to just start respecting other people's boundaries. Right. Yeah, I agree. Uh, can we talk? So, yeah. If I had to pick a favorite, it would probably be Johnny. Yeah. John. Yeah. But like, but I, like, here's the thing though. I I love Johnny, of course. I also love Hank, and I love their friendship together. Yes, mm-hmm. I do. That so is like much. that's my central. Oops, yeah. That's my central like love of the show is Johnny and Hank's friendship. Yeah. Yeah, I like them, but then I also, and see, this is where it comes in in the second season. I love how everybody kind of takes Billy under their wing in the second season more. Like, they do a little bit in the first season, mm-hmm. but they're all just kind of like, oh, my dumb little puppy. Yeah. All right. Let's, mm-hmm. let's <laughs> come on. It'll be okay. <laughs> Again, with Billy, for me, less is more. So, like, yeah. he's been used just the right amount in season one. Is he used more in season two? He is, and this is this is probably going to turn Kim off completely. He and Brian start having, like, a really adorable little bromance oh going on. I'm excited about um, that. I feel like Billy is much less annoying in the second season, though. Like, because he did bother me a little bit in the first season. Um... But in the second season, he's a whole bunch more endearing. Because he's not just straight up stupid. Uh-huh. He didn't bother me. It's just I know that I don't want a whole lot more of him. Yeah. Like, he he was used the perfect amount for me. Um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like he changes a little bit. And I can't put my finger on it why. Uh-huh. But um, I, if I have to choose, I think it's probably Billy. Billy's my favorite because he's just so so innocent. And if you he's watch so him though, if you watch him though, when he says a lot of the things, like in the first season when he's like, <laughs> when they move all of Teresa's stuff out of her house, I love that moment and prank Johnny. Like it's yeah. terrible. It's absolutely oh, yeah, that, terrible. Yeah. That prank is terrible. Like but, that prank is like just terrible. Yeah, but like after it's all over with, and Hank's like, your cousin's moving company isn't gonna like. They're not going to start selling her furniture, are they? And he goes, no, man. It's because we're Puerto Rican, man. Oh, that's racist. (laughs) And he just... To Hank. Everything. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And Hank 
just looks at him. <laughs> and I do like how he pauses and then he's like, ah, oh, but you might have a point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call him see if we're on the same page. If you <laughs> like, it's funny enough on its own. But you gotta go back and watch it again and pay super close attention to his facial expressions uh-huh. because they like you can literally see the gears in Billy's head turning, slowly turning, and like <laughs> understanding things more because he's like every bit of this dude's face. Josh Sagara is his name in r- real life, and he is a phenomenal actor. Um, each like bit of his face. His portion, like, is involved in everything. Uh-huh. He never has a dead look on his face. Like, it changes constantly. Um, and it's just so freaking funny. Yeah. Um, he also, here's the fun thing about him. He plays the polar opposite, out, like, as literally as opposite to Billy as you can possibly be in Arrow. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. He was just introduced this season, and he does a phenomenal job. Like, he's a really, really scary assistant DA, and he, like, interrogates people, mm-hmm. and it's great. <laughs> I love him. Um. <laughs> so I've got a quick question. Does he remind you of anybody? Cause That's a good question. We we decided he reminds us of... A couple people. Yeah. <laughs> a, com- a combination. Like oh, a character a t- or actual no. people? People. People. Oh, crap. Does, does he look like anybody? I don't know. Okay. So we think that he is a combination of Chris Lowell, who played Piz. Oh. And uh, James Franco's little brother. David Franco? Yeah. yeah. I can see David. I can't see Chris. I think it's in the eyebrows and the eyes. Kind of the hair, too. Uh-huh. They're they're definitely no, they, it's their like, it's their love child. Yeah. It really is. Especially like when he's in that character and he has that voice that reminds me a lot of uh David Franco. Um I yeah. can see David Franco. I, I can't see Chris Lowell, but that mm-hmm. I maybe I just need to look at the pictures all together. Mm-hmm. Um No. I don't know. Also okay. Voodoo. Voodoo's great. Does Voodoo remind you, Elizabeth, um, do you have it anybody? It reminds me of, um, I can see her it. face. Everybody immediately becomes things when we talk about them. They stop being yeah. he and she. They're it. I can see her face. And um, I cannot think of... Um, Maggie from the newsroom. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> yes, that is exactly who I was thinking. I just saw her face and nothing else, you know? <laughs> so, we could have put her in context. Yeah, that's exactly who... I kept trying to think of who she Which reminded me of. Which is Allison Pill, I believe, is her name. Yeah. I don't know if, if you know her Not from anything. Not a Because she looks like Kristen Bell to me. Oh. That's who I think of. When yeah, I that I didn't get at all. No. Because, <laughs> like, her face is a little... Ra- like... Kristen Bell has beautiful cheekbones, mm-hmm. and uh, and Voodoo doesn't. Well, it's she has a pleasingly <laughs> round face. I think Voodoo's really pretty. Yeah. Um, I'm also I'm really happy that they don't make stats like the butt of the joke a lot of the time. I feel like they could really oh, easily yeah. do that uh-huh. with somebody. Stats um has OCD and a whole bunch of other mental uh, disorders, and so one of her uh, things is that she can't stand odd numbers. Yeah. So, like, somebody gave her an, uh, oh, Hank gave her an odd number of grapes one day and she about lost it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, it's stuff that 
you'd kind of really find funny in real life as well. But they don't do it so often that it feels like they're making fun of her. It's a thing, and it's a thing that everybody has to kind of laugh off. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. it's just another thing that you deal with day to day. So I think it's really kind of cool. And the fact that they show that they truly like her. Yeah. Um, I mean, do you think... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I just really like that episode where they kind of, like, talk about them being a family. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the donuts. Oh, my gosh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and I do love that she was afraid of the couch. And then at the end, she's (laughs) like, I got over my fear. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're all so cute in that episode. And really just did just about everything. Like, there's there's always some really good, like, bonding moment in every Mm -hmm. episode, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Oh, Um, when Hank, at the end of the one, um, one of the very first episodes... If not the first episode. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But when they're talking about ice contacts in case yeah. of emergency contacts. And Johnny's like, you know, well, maybe we should just be each other's. And Hank gives him all the reasons why he doesn't want Johnny to be his in case of emergency or whatever. But then at the end, you see that he already was his in case of emergency. And I was just like, oh, I love <laughs> you too. It's adorable. Yeah. I love them. Um. Can we? T- I, oh sorry, no! Go ahead. I was just gonna say I love how in tune Hank is with Johnny when Johnny has absolutely no idea what's going on with him. Right? Oh, yeah. Hank's always just like, "Nope, you're yeah, gonna screw it- this up, man. Yeah, don't do it. That's dumb. <laughs> you 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 can't handle this. No, yeah. she can. You cannot. <laughs> Constantly. Oh, I love that episode. And then at the end, when um, <laughs> when Johnny's like. So it's been like three hours, <laughs> and she has it called <laughs> or texted, and then they fight over the phone. Yeah, Johnny gets really obsessive over people sometimes. Mm-hmm. They show that I actually stopped watching this morning in season two because there's an episode where Johnny gets obsessed with a person that they like rescue or uh-huh. whatever, and it just gets to be too much. Oh, no. oh yeah. <laughs> um, what do you want, Harriet? About? Oh my gosh, she was adorable. Oh. So adorable. And I knew I knew she was gonna die. Harriet's yeah. chariot. Oh, That's I was just thinking. It's that. so cute. And I just loved like how every time the call came in, like, um, um father figure cash is like in the bathroom. And like so it's like a first come first serve basis basically on who yeah. gets who gets this uh patient or mm-hmm. whatever she's sweet old lady that bakes cookies for the paramedics when they come and and never has like <laughs> a really reason that they needed to come like it's always something minor or whatever mm-hmm. so everybody always wants her so it's supposed to be first come first serve and like johnny and hank are always calling it first and cash is like always in the bathroom being like <laughs> yeah. i called next though <laughs> And the last time he was like, save me some, get, bring me some cookies. <laughs> and what I really loved about that episode is when um, afterwards where, okay, so they get to the house and Harriet has died. And they were like, we should save some of these cookies oh, for the others. Oh, moment that I enjoyed. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we should save some of these cookies for the others. And they get back, cuts to the station. And Cash is like, I can't believe you didn't save me any cookies. <laughs> and they're like, well, Hank is like, we tried. Or Brian is like, we tried. And then John Johnny is like, I didn't try. <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> that would be you. That is totally you. I would be like, I did not try. Now, in the moment, this is what I do, though. In the moment, I'd be like, yeah, we'll try. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing in my head. I'm like, what do I need to say to get to these cookies? Right? <laughs> Elizabeth would be thinking, why do I have to share with the other two people that are here? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry, oh guys. Because I picture you guys as my other two people. That's that's a very good point. <laughs> <laughs> but I would I, share I, with you. And Janelle would be like, the, we tried. Yeah, she would. <laughs> Probably. And I'd be like, we really should have, but we didn't. Sorry, yeah. guys. I'd be like, I didn't even try. So, yeah, in that instance, you would totally be brian oh, i would yeah. be hank no and, and that's, you would be johnny that's part of it i love billy so much because he's just so goofy and so innocent mm-hmm. um but i for better or worse i identify with brian a whole bunch mm-hmm. um it's yeah he's just so i don't even know he, he can be too much though i will say that the same episode in the second season where johnny becomes obsessed uh-huh. they both make complete and utter jack murk out of themselves Uh i can't say the word but they're 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 terrible in that episode um i really like oh which episode was it um i think is it the first episode where they follow Teresa on our date what what episode is that it might be Uh, the first episode or the second yes it's the first one because that's when denzel is part of it oh right (laughs) um and i really like afterwards the next day when brian when johnny's like all right so we're gonna follow her tonight and brian is like i'm pretty sure Teresa said he want she wanted to see new behavior from you (laughs) just just the way he delivers that line like (laughs) this guy might be an idiot but i'm gonna try to like slowly bring him to the realization that what he's doing is wrong. Of course, it doesn't work, but... Whatever. Right. No, uh, can we talk about Teresa and Johnny for a minute? Yes. yes. Um, Wait, do you like them? I do like them. Okay. Uh, but I have hesitations about mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. And one of my biggest hesitations, and this is going to spoil something that kind of happens in the last episode of season one, um is she has dreams outside of Chicago. She has dreams of being part of the FBI. And he very much seems like a Chicago hometown boy where he doesn't want to go anywhere. Mm -hmm. And whenever this comes up, he refuses to actually have a conversation about it. Mm -hmm. And that worries me and bothers me. Yeah. Because this is very important to her, this idea. And when she brings it up in the last episode after she's been shot. And so it's made her really reevaluate things. Um, when she brings it up in the last episode, instead of having a conversation with her really about it, he chooses to give her what she's wanted, but, and proposes to her and offers like the ultimate commitment to her, which he's been completely afraid to even move in with her in the entire. Um, we start with them being afraid, like on a break because he can't move in. Right. And I mean, and te- they're not, but technically, you can't see my quotes, but technically <laughs> throughout all of season one, they're on a break, even though they're not. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, that makes me hesitant about them. And I feel like they need a very frank, real conversation right. about, about that. Because mm-hmm. I don't like that his solution is, oh, you're thinking about actually, like, in the next little bit going to D.C. to try and pursue being part of the FBI. I'm going to propose to you and mm-hmm. want to get married right now. Yeah. And that really feels gross to me. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I mean... Granted, I'm, I kind of 
I somehow turn into an optimist sometimes with th- with this kind of stuff. Yeah, which is absurd because I'm a pessimist. Um, but I I kind of more take it as, or I like to imagine that it's more because Johnny is realizing that he doesn't want to be without her, and it's completely stupid that he goes beyond, like, like why don't we just move wanting in to together? move in? Why don't we move to DC together? No, right. let's get married. Yeah, like, well, and I, f- I can't remember, did Teresa say, let's get married tomorrow? Or was remember. that Johnny? No, I think it was Johnny him. Johnny wanted to get because, married right now, right? Because she was like, we're going, like, you're right, you're you right. know, you're proposing and what, we're going to have a long engagement and you never set a date, blah, blah, right, blah, Right, right, right. And then he was like, let's get married tomorrow. Let's do it now. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, now you're right. I don't know. I try to think that it's for the best and it's more motivated out of, like, him not wanting to lose her and, like, yeah, realizing but, yeah. what he would be missing. I don't but know if, like... It's probably I don't not. know if Johnny ever looks that far into the future. Yeah. Um, as in... And, like, he should. Like, it's really selfish of him to not consider what Teresa wants in the future mm-hmm. when he's not thinking about the future. Um... But I also think they're both a little crazy. Oh, yeah. And that's yeah. kind of why I love them. Yeah. And that's why she also is like, yes, let's get married right now. Uh, so I'm really glad that it ended with them being like, let's move in together. Because mm-hmm. uh, that's what she wanted. And, well, part of what she wanted, because she does want to be an FBI agent and um, the beginning of the series. Um, but I do hope, I mean, like, in TV shows, they need some kind of conflict. Um to create drama within a relationship and that's what this is uh with Teresa and johnny so i hope that they find a good interesting way of resolving that and i do hope it's not Teresa giving up being an fbi agent to stay there in chicago um wait i mean but i do love i love them together they're so cute yeah no i do i do definitely like them together and Mm -hmm. I mean, they need to stay in Chicago as long as somebody will make the TV show. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, so that's like, which it doesn't sound like is ever going to happen. Like, but they really need to know when the end is so that Johnny and her can be moving to DC. That's right. how I want to end as well. <laughs> we planned out the finale. At the end, they're going to go move to DC and she's going to become an FBI yeah. agent. Yes. With it's... Hank, actually, everybody's going to move to DC. Very nice. So, Elizabeth. What are we watching next time? Yes. I was for a minute I pan- panicked. I was like, "Oh no, I haven't come up with anything." Then I remembered that I'd actually come up with something. Um, I'm gonna f- force you guys to watch Once Upon a Time. Okay. Janelle has already seen it, and this will be Kim's first time. So the first five episodes. Um, now, like, so my uh, you guys. <laughs> my uh, you guys. Yeah, I was trying to co-host. My co-host uh, may have been saying that I haven't been choosing with them in mind. Like maybe you know, like they <laughs> and like that's totally true. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm picking this one because I sincerely think Kim will like it. I really hope she will. Um, I just wanted to make a point of that. Okay. <laughs> it has been a show I've always meant to check out. Mm-hmm. I just haven't. I will say yeah, that. Good luck not getting sucked in. I mean, I think. I can get sucked in. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> like... See, that's also why I waited until after school. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that. I was Because like, it's. Mm-hmm. They just f- finished season six. So. Okay. Right? Because season seven, they just got renewed yeah. for season seven. Um, 
So there is a good chance that if I get sucked into it, then you know, in two weeks, all of yeah. season, all the seasons have been watched. Okay, don't well, get it's... me excited like that, because like there's a chance that you might not like it. Because I will say, I love it. I sincerely love it, but the writing isn't the best, and you can't take it too seriously if you want to enjoy it. I think. Put it but this way, I. I Sorry, what? But no, I just I do think that you will enjoy it. I was I gonna say, and sometimes you can really love. Sometimes those are the best shows to binge watch, though. Yeah, I agree. Because if you're having to tune back in week after week, like mm-hmm. you're gonna dissect it more. Whereas if you are enjoying what you're watching, even if you hit a bad episode or two, like you got the next episode. You've got the next episode, unless of Netflix like tries to guilt you and say, "Are you still watching?" Like Netflix, <laughs> I don't need that. Okay, if I want to watch ten episodes in a day, I want to watch ten episodes in a day, and I don't need you to ask me three times if I'm still watching. I wish there was like a setting where I could be like, "Okay, if I've watched like twenty episodes, then ask." Right. Me. <laughs> like, if you fear that I'm dead, ask <laughs> then. But if it's just like eight episodes, like especially if it's a half hour show, yeah. mm-hmm. but even if it's an hour-long show like just let it be netflix that's just my day okay don't judge wait what are you gonna say <laughs> it really doesn't matter now oh. <laughs> okay so that's what we're watching next time is it that's, that's a yeah yeah so if you want more i love it don't you content you can visit our website i love it don't you dot wordpress.com and you can also follow us on the social media websites like instagram and twitter um Facebook. Um, And if you liked us, we'd really appreciate a review. Um, Have a good day, guys. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.